we disagree on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. We don't have to make that public all the time, but me and him disagree on a lot. Like, for instance, one aspect of, like, being on this earth is that I want my name to be remembered. Whatever that means yeah. to someone, I just don't want to be a person that's, like, forgotten in a way. Yeah. I want to, I guess I want to live a life that made some sort of imprint. So go ahead, introduce the show. I'm, I'm letting you get your shot for behind the camera one time. All right, guys. So we're doing something different for this episode. <laughs> Let them know. <laughs> so I'm going to be, I guess I'll join you in the halfway mark. But Correct. right now, it's just going to be Anthony and his best friend, Kenny. My brother. I wanted to highlight older men. Yeah. Older men. Oh, damn. Shots fired. <laughs> no, I don't mean yeah. like that. All right. More oh, mature and wise <laughs> men on my platform. So, yeah, I just want you guys to get your shit off. We have some good topics today. And take it away, no, Anthony. Yeah, no, you got to talk into it. All right. Oh, talk. oh, Jesus. Oh, all right. <laughs> Damn, it's like right there. There we go. We're ready. So, we're going to do something that Natalie has been loving the past few weeks. So, Which we'll keep what? it going. But yes, you know, this is your boy, Ed Green, with my brother, Kenny. I mean, we're going to start off with a five. That's hey. how we doing it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> On smoke style, baby. <laughs> but we're going to pick a word out of Natalie's yes, ball here. we're still going to keep some themes consistent. keep the theme consistent. And whatever the... I missed the hat, but let's whatever, go with the ball. Yeah, whatever the word is, I'm that's saying. what we're going to talk about. So, here, you get the pick. Oh, I pick. Oh, man. Let's hope this is a... That's going to be good. Oh, shit. I I'm really nervous I really want you now. guys to, like, dig deep. Ugh, go ahead. You read it. Comparison. Comparison. Oh, I like that. Comparison. Wow. Okay. <laughs> comparison. All right. How can we touch on this word comparison? All right. You guys want a little background? Because yes. I put that word in the bowl. Okay. I was listening to another podcast, and they were saying that with, when it comes to competition... There's some level of comparison that goes in there. And if you don't want to compare yourself to anyone, then there's no way that you're ever going to compete with someone else either. You guys can just take that for what it is. Oh, I'll let you start because you're a coach and you coach sports. And obviously, um, growing up in Westchester, you have a team like Mount Vernon who's dominated since we were in school, right? (laughs) Could beat my ass since I was a kid. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And, you know, as you've learned how learned your craft you know and have gotten teams of great players and there's lots of different teams how hard is it not to look at those type of programs and be like man i should be there or i want to be there i feel like i'm a, as good of a coach as the, the their coaches are you can't you can't let that stuff creep in your head i'm personally i don't try to in any walk of life i don't try and think about my competition or compare myself to nobody mm. Cause I gotta focus on what I have. Like you, you brought it to this, like to the sport reference in my team. I know what I have. I gotta manage what I have. I gotta develop what I have. If I'm sitting here worried about what my opponent has, I'm taking the attention away from what I got at my home base. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like you gotta focus on what you have in front of you and make or get the best out of that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I guess that comes in any walk of life. If uh, if I'm if I'm with a woman, if I'm with my wife, you know, and I'm worried about her, her former partner and what positive things he brought to the table, then I feel like I'm taken away from what I could potentially be doing in my home front. You get what I'm saying? Yes. I was just yeah. going to say with comparison, not only that, but even in friendships, 
I mean, you guys are in a pretty strong male friend group. Yeah. But have you experienced competition or we, comparison? No. And our friendship group, like our friend group, we don't. Like when like he's hanging out with one of our other friends, I'm just like, all right, whatever. Y'all have fun. It's never like, damn, I can't be there. Like, damn, I hate that these niggas are chilling and I'm not chilling. Oh, they always chill with each other and I'm never there. We never do that. Um, but comparison is great. And I, I start doing that a little bit with, um, I think it's great. It just, it has to be a healthy balance though, because like with photography, I do that a lot because there's always someone better than I am at it. So I look at their stuff for just like, like a little inspiration or ideas. Mm. It gives me some like, yo, like before I did the, the, the party for Jose, I was just looking up locally, people who were taking pictures locally. Mm. And one of the local uh, photographers, do Sonos, who does like for um, the reserve group, I think it takes really dope pictures and a lot of good candid pictures. And that's something I enjoy doing. So when I looked at his page and like the pictures that he was taking, I was like, yo, I'm good at doing this. If I didn't take the time to look at it, I would have never took those pictures that night when I was working for um, Jose because I just wasn't even thinking. I was just like, yo, I got to make sure everything's flash, 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 flash. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yo, I love taking candids of people. And I'm like, yo, he showed me that just by looking at his pictures, like, yo, you can still do what you like to do. You know what I mean? You can take those candids of people. So like I was I wasn't trying to recreate what his work was, but I compared what I was doing or what I had in my mind would make for a great great party pictures, and I added my twist to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love that point that you made because I took the word and viewed it as myself comparing myself to another person, and in some way I took that as a, like a negative, like nah, I ain't comparing myself to nobody. I mean, it could be, it could, it could be, but I love the spin that he put in when. When you can use a, you could compare yourself, or mm-hmm. you could look at somebody else in the similar craft or in the same craft yeah. to better yourself or improve yourself. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to what we're doing, podcasting. Correct. Absolutely. I mean, I'm I always getting imagine. ideas from other people, but it's like inspiration, comparison for yeah. inspiration. Yeah, I'm a coach, like he said. I'll watch a game to get something from a coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'll learn from other people. Mm-hmm. You know, this I ain't create this game. You know, but correct, I ain't create it. We not. Re- <laughs> there's no way to reinvent the wheel. Correct. Like but some everyone has an idea. It's like, yeah. all right, why, what can I take from this person and this person making my own? Um, you don't have to necessarily compare yourself can be good, but it could also be unhealthy when you're just like you let it um, get you down constantly. Like, damn, I'm not good enough. My pictures suck, or like my plays that I'm drawing up are really bad. Like this coach is doing it so much yeah. better than I am, and it's like, yo, that's when it gets really bad. Gotcha. So that's why I was like, that's going why back to like, your question though about the friendship thing. We've been, our circle of friends been friends for so long. And I just think, I mean, we really have, there's no egos, man. Mm-hmm. It's like, if we're kicking it, that, cool. Like, if we all get together, and it's, even if it's been a while, it's just like we riding a bike, yeah. you know? Um, there's just no egos. Do you feel like comparison happens more with women or no? I mean, track record says yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. For whatever reason, yeah. I, you tend to find friend groups in the female friend groups that like don't it's last or yep my although I do have to give my wife credit her friend I group gonna, I was gonna say the same thing yo they have they have a rare friend group my wife and her friends them, which is crazy yeah it's 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 a lot of them they're like a girl like band mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yo, they got a name girls. and everything yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got a name and everything but like they've been friends since like grade school yeah so that's 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 different and it's part of why I love like when me and her make sense you know I have my friend group and we could get together you know, do our thing and she supports that, vice versa. Yeah. Um, but 
I agree. It's rare. I mean, not rare, but it's it's less common. Yeah. That's just of my experience. I agree. Yeah. All right. Would you like to hit a little transition music for us? Sure. I'm going to do that. So, I came up with this topic because last week, Kenny, was it last? Yeah. School school started last week or two weeks ago? Ah, last week. Last week. Yeah, last week. The night before school started, Kenny's hit me up, sending me pictures, (laughs) (laughs) making sure that the outfit he picked out for his son's first day of school was super fresh. He was super hyped, excited. (laughs) He was more excited than his son was. He was like, yo, I got to make sure he looked right for the first day of school, excited. So, what was that like preparing for your child's first day of school? Picking out the outfit, walking in, walking him into school, saying goodbye. You know, what I'm saying, what was that experience like? Because you have a lot of parents out there, some who haven't experienced that yet, but others who have. See if they can relate. First and foremost, it's crazy how time flies, and everyone tells you that to cherish moments because time flies as a parent. The fact that he's in school is crazy, and you guys have been around you know, to, to, to see him grow. So that in itself is crazy. But uh, yeah, you're not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I was more excited than him because he really doesn't understand the concept 100%, mm-hmm. although he's all in it. But when I was picking out his clothes the night before and I called you and I was like, yo, what you think about this outfit? <laughs> I, it brought me back to that place. Cause like, you know, we old enough to remember like what it was to have that first day of school fit. Word. You know, was it how surreal much that, for you huh? as a dad, like surreal, like oh shit. It brought me back to my childhood. I was like, yo, I got that. I got like the. I got like that energy. Mm-hmm. I got like the energy. Like yo, I'm picking my kid's outfit out. Mm-hmm. That to me was crazy, and actually the act of taking him to school. Word. Yeah, for Speaking real. Literally hit me up, hit me the pictures and everything. Growing up, there was two days that you had to be super fly for. First day of school and Easter. Those two days was crazy. I wasn't expecting yo, Easter. Yo, first day of school and Easter, you had to be super fly. Yo, we, yo, you say your moms took you out to get like multiple like outfits and sneakers and stuff. Yeah. You get the one that's like, you know what? Like it's the newest Jordans. Those is going on the first day. Like it's no matter what, those is that's what it is. Yeah. Like, the flyest shirt, everything. For whatever so, reason, that's how it was back in the day. Uh, High school was a little bit about like oh it was fashion show. It was jokes in high school too. So if you didn't come correct in some capacity, you didn't have to be like the flyest person out. But you know what I noticed now too though, like the the kids now, like the high schoolers now, they're wearing designer shit, like design, like Gucci, Louis. Like it's even more like bitches getting their lashes done and they're fourteen. Like we didn't, we weren't like that. Wasn't like the past right before like now that's a couple years, but like right before that, weren't everyone just wearing like fucking UGGs and. Yeah, and like slides and like yeah. leggings, like that's it all day long. Now these lashes it's and fingernails is like over here. They going in now. I would not be able to compete with those. Guys. See, compete in comparison, but <laughs> no. I would not be able to. I wouldn't but stand a chance. The craziest. When My we, mother wasn't buying me that. It was payless. Oh no, nah, <laughs> was not no fucking. When, when we Man. was coming up, yo, it was a, it was like that, yo. We were class. If you came to school with some like, yo, if you wore the same like pants. Twice in a week. Yeah, they was watching. Yo, it was crazy. Yo, I remember like, okay, yo, Oh my god. No, no. You I remember? Yo, this is how wild it was. Niggas would literally take a pen and write it on your pants or some shit. <laughs> and like, yo, this nigga still got them pen more hand wash his pants. Yo, it was wild. Yeah. Yo, it was it such used a to be wild. It was such a doggy dog situation. Oh, man. <laughs> like, what boys got tough and got fashionable because of like the abuse we used to get. Yo, it was rough out there. It's Even your best friends, like, we bully the shit out of each other yeah. about that type of stuff. You had to have thick skin, man. Word. You know, we clown so, each other. So back to, what was it like the morning you woke up and started getting him ready, like, getting him dressed? Like, what was your excitement? What was his excitement? You know, he's three and a half. He like, almost four. So, like, you, 
you don't know how he was going to react. Like, like we didn't know. Mm. Um, and I took off so I could take him to school because I really wanted to be a part of that moment. But um, to my surprise, like, yo, he woke up and he was super hyped, jumping on the bed. When are we going to school? Like, this, this and that. He had his breakfast. I got him dressed. Dude was skipping the whole way to school. Uh, met his teacher and the whole nine. And it was just like, it was like a surreal moment. I couldn't believe I was doing that. I didn't know. I couldn't believe I was at this place in life with him. You know what I mean? And just being there and seeing him socialize with his classmates and all of that. It was just a beautiful moment. It was honestly one of my favorite moments as a parent. Did you cry? No. <laughs> No. My mother would have been like... I had to stay strong for him. He didn't cry, right? Nah, but I know him. And Mm. he's my shadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Joey. I wasn't about to cry. But if I showed any sort of like emotion or too much emotion towards him, when I left, it could have been an issue. But when I left, I'll be honest, to my surprise, I thought it could have have went either way. Mm -hmm. When I left, he was like, bye, dad. See you later. Oh, he was excited. Super hype. Yeah, that was like me on my first day. Yeah, I was yeah. chilling. I was hype. My mother was one who didn't want to leave. <laughs> Not yeah. excited on that one. That's yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's um, so since then, he's been going to school for the past week. Um, has it been like as good as you thought it would be? Like, you know, he still has the same enthusiasm. He's still excited every day. Uh, yes, because and I'll say this because I've obviously been going back to work now and I haven't been able to drop him off. And, I, you know, <laughs> It's hard. Like, we all got to work. But the beauty of it is that now when I come home, it's right to let's break down how your day was. Mm -hmm. And you could just tell. I mean, kids at that age, man, they're so receptive. Sponges. They take in everything. This dude's just in his best, in the best way that he can. Mm -hmm. He's just breaking down his day to me. You know, just breaking down his day to me. You know, my teacher told me about the clock today. Or I learned about the calendar today. You know, and uh, yesterday, last night, he had me dying. Mm. Last night, he had me dying because I guess the teacher had to use like whatever method she was using to keep, using to keep like the management of the classroom. Mm-hmm. It's fucking pre-K. Mm. So like she's using whatever methods. And last night I was talking and he was watching TV and he was like, Dad, it's quiet time. Like, like I'm like, where the fuck did you get that from? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so he just picking shit up. Mm-hmm. He picking shit up and I love it because he's a smart kid, you know? Yeah. I, I felt like I, I did feel like after I dropped him off and I saw his mannerisms in comparison to other kids, I hate to judge, but I was like, damn, like, we're doing a good job. <laughs> I was like, talk your shit. Yeah, yeah, we're talk like, shit. I was like, hey, before we leave this, there's something that you told me that uh, I want to share that you felt you had a very proud dad moment. What's that? When the teacher was reading the book of the animals. Mm. Yes. Um, my wife is the one that is amazing with this i'm more like fun dad we do all the activities and all that stuff um more so the physical side of it naturally you know um my wife's the reader and stuff and they she's got him from early on even his little sister they're both book readers Mm -hmm. they'll bring me books and ask me to read and a lot of their books are specific to like dinosaurs animals just things that you know kids Mm -hmm. will love and First day of class, um, first day of class, he was, she, his teacher decided to read them a book on animals. Um, I don't know the the name of the book or anything like that, but I know it was related to animals and him and his one other young lady, uh, young lady, young girl, (laughs) young girl, (laughs) him and his one little girl in the class were like the two ones like spearheading, like, oh, that's a rhinoceros. So like, that's a, that's a giraffe elephant. And I'm like, yo, like he took, he's taking in what we was giving him at home and Mm -hmm. like, you know, 
people say all the time, like, oh, I want to take my kid to a private school or like I want to move out of the city for better schools and shit. I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I don't care where you are. Like our school wasn't great, but we had good fucking households like mm-hmm. or people in our household that had their heads on the right way and was just giving us good feedback from home. Yeah. It's not about it's not about where your kid goes to school, in my opinion. It's it's part of it. But I think a bigger part of it is what you're getting at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. I just I just think we're, we're trying our best. and I think we're doing all right. Well, well said. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a question. Sorry. Ask. All right. Don't apologize. You know, I like to get deep about things. OK. All right. The things that people get from home, right? Yeah. Is there anything, and I know like we love our parents, Yeah. but is there anything about how you were raised that you're conscious of maybe not putting, or maybe it affected you yeah. and you're conscious of not putting it onto your children? Like whatever issues or traumas that you have that you're like a little more careful, like, all right, I'm going to do things a little bit differently in this area. And what is that if you have that? In the immediate, there's two things that stand out. Number one, I am notoriously impatient. Mm. I am. Just, I hate waiting in lines for anything. Mm-hmm. Anything. It's true. I'm just like. Too. I'm just impatient. I'm notoriously yeah. impatient. Um. So I find myself, especially like if he's in the vehicle with me, I handle traffic very differently. My father's a driver. Mm. <laughs> I, I saw how he handles situations before, and it's mm-hmm. just like you learn from that. Yeah. You know, you learn from that. Um, whether he knew I was paying attention right. or not, I learned from that. Um. So, th- so that's a big one that stands out. Second one is my vocabulary at home. You know, <laughs> yeah. y- you, you know me as good as anybody, maybe better than anybody <laughs> like, in this oh, world. But okay, what's up? I'm like, bro, you know, like, um, in a professional setting, I know how to switch it off. Like, and I could control. But when I'm home, you're comfy. I'm comfy. I'm home and I'm comfy. And sometimes he's a he's a bystander, mm-hmm. especially if I'm watching a game or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, <laughs> you gonna hear everything. <laughs> So I've been very conscious about my my patience or impatience um, and how I handle stressful situations. Mm-hmm. But secondly, 100% because he's a sponge. Yeah. And now his sister literally mimics anything that he says. Mm. So it's just a chain reaction. I, I've really got to be cognizant of how I speak. You know, that that's important. Yeah. That's it. Nobody want to be the dad or the parent who's who's teacher saying like, "Hey, your kid, your kid dropped the f bomb today." Like, you won't be it, that it's guy. It's a reflection of you. Of course, it's not them. It's like shit. Nobody's gonna look at the kid no type of way. You don't know what it means. Exactly. You don't know what it means. All they do. Some do. All they do. <laughs> Some do. Sometimes he'll say something that's inappropriate. Sorry, and 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 he'll give you a look like. Like, mm. did I just do something bad? I'm yeah, like, yeah. get out of here, yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. let's switch. It's still about the kids, though. Because, yes, you do. You mentioned you have a daughter as well. Yeah. Or a younger one. So you have two kids. Son and a daughter. Yeah. <laughs> so when watching your kids or just home interacting and one of your kids does something wrong, <laughs> yeah. do you ever think, like, yo, you your mama's kid, like. Oh my god! Like, how often does that pop in your head? Like, yo, this ain't my kid. This is you. <laughs> you, you're your mama. Yeah, that's so messed up. But number one, I'm gonna call you out. You don't. You don't watch yeah, your yeah. kids, huh? You don't watch your kids. Like, you don't babysit your kids. You you hang out with your kids. 
You, I'm just saying, you watch them. They're there. You got to make sure they ain't putting shit in the Yo, fucking Honestly, that's, big, that's a big difference. Because me, I'm going to say watch. I watch kids. You watching them. I don't hang out with kids. <laughs> I'm like the worst babysitter. You watching out so they don't do no crazy shit. They ain't jumping off the couch. That's two non-parents, though. Yeah, true. I'm <laughs> watching. Said, hey, no, hey, we hanging here. out. I'm spending time with my kids. I'm not watching them. No, I ain't no damn babysitter. I will say Kenny is a very active father. Yes, I'm I messing with you, though. But. No, 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 no. But I'm just saying, you... Observe, I mean, watching their behavior and shit like that's what yeah. like just observing them what they're doing. Do you ever think to yourself, nah, you your mama's kid? <laughs> Yo, that's funny because like, and she's watching. We, I know she is, uh, and she gonna definitely listen to this episode. Um, but um, there's multiple times when the kids do some shit, and I'm like, you definitely your mother's kid. And sometimes she'll hear me and be like, fuck you, like. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, um, so my sister-in-law has this hilarious story about my wife, right? Okay. And my sister-in-law is a fan too. Shout out to Issa. I love you. Um, but my sister-in-law, um, she always tells me this story about my wife. Look, Issa aging in reverse. Issa looking mad at y'all now. I, I plead the fifth. I ain't gonna Benjamin co-sign that. She does look great, though. No, she looks great. But the story goes, I mean, Issa's a little bit older than, than your... So, um, she always walked into school. And on their way to school, there was this crack in the, in the cement that for some reason my wife tripped over every single day. It's like she didn't know it was coming. Like, and as, as, as knowing her for this many years and being married to her for this long... I just know that sometimes, you know, like, she just be tripping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And shit like that. So, like, Caleb trips and falls or something like that. Or my daughter, like, you know, she wobbly. So, like, she'll bump into the couch or something like that. I'm like, oh, that, you, you definitely your mother's child. Like, so, yeah, like, I do find myself saying that in most... In most settings, it's like uh, like I'm clowning. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Right, yes. I just had to get that. I wanted to know. I was curious. I, I figured. No, that's funny you I know parents be thinking that shit all the fucking time. Like, yo. Oh, it goes nah, both ways. Because my mom used to say that shit to me all the time. When I was growing up, like, nah, stop standing like that. You remind me of your dad or something. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I don't even see this dude. How the hell? Like, yo, you don't don't say that. He say shit like that. I'm like, god damn. Yo, yo parents, she, she, view, she view you and him. That's not good. Bird, like it is what it is. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna segue to off of the children. Oh shit, we got some music going. All right, so yeah, this is something that we both agree on because we've been on multiple guys trips. Uh when planning a guy's trip, how many people are too many fucking people? Like. Too many people to go on the trip with. Too many people planning shit. They want to be involved in shit. Like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> what's the what's the what, what's too many guys to go on a vacation with? How many people can fit in a cat? What's, oh, that's a good point. You know what I'm saying. I'm just saying. If yeah, you got to take good. two cats, you probably got too many goddamn people. Yo. Okay. Think about it. Cause <laughs> say if it's Friday night, we want to go get some dinner. You're gonna have like half dudes want to go get steak. Other dudes want to go get seafood, and it's like, yo, like, niggas ain't trying to come to an agreement, then. <laughs> also, so, let's, let's, let's call it what it is. It's a little bit more difficult when a group of dudes becomes a, if it's a bigger group, to finagle, like, things, like, yeah. get into certain spots and things yeah. like that. People, people, promoters, bouncers, et cetera, look at a group of dudes, and it's mm-hmm. like, that's, that's cash. Yep. You know, and whatever, if we on vacation, we got to pay what we got to pay. But it just does become more complicated 
when you're looking to move in a certain type of way. You're on vacation. You want to have fun. Yeah. You know, I might try to do a table at eight. Damn, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It It just becomes more complicated because, like, the worst is when you got, say, like, two friend groups meshing at this vacation together. Like, y'all never really hung out beforehand. But say, yo, got me and my friend, a couple of my friends. But we have a friend over here, and he has his own separate friend group, and it's like we're all trying to get to know each other as friends, like on this big ass, and it's like, bruh. It's like, yo, you know what? We're just going to do our own thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think four, four should be the limit. Anything more than four is too much. Six is too much? Fuck yes. Really? Yeah, that's too well, much. Well, six don't fit in a cab, Well, especially right? post-COVID. Post-COVID, you can't get more than four people in a cab. That's Word. my limit. Let's go. Like, three, <laughs> three. Like if you got like it's me, Kenny, we got another friend. Three, us three is yeah. great when we travel all the time. So one other person with us is cool. You know, because us three know how to operate. A lot of things people don't have is let's say like dinner etiquette, going out to dinner etiquette. When the bill comes. Do not be fucking micro. I just had the salad oh. and the water. Like, that's don't, annoying. Don't associate with nobody that's like so that. Don't I can't start do that. doing that, yo. The bill comes, it's $300. Who cares who wear how wet? It's $100 yeah. each. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's like grown ass. Like, that's, that's just grown folk shit. So, certain etiquette that you should, you should have when going out. You know what I mean? Or just but, the people who complain about every little thing y'all want to do. Like, cool. yo, be a, like be flexible. Correct. <laughs> just right. all the time. And I know you're going to be able to appreciate this. Go with someone that drinks the same things you drink. We get about our whiskey. You drink tequila. You on your fucking own. We don't give a fuck. island by yourself. We, we, I don't care what you're talking about. You want to go in this club and get bottles of, you paying for that tequila by yourself. <laughs> we drinking whiskey. Like-minded. You know energy. what I mean? Like, yeah, get with some like, people that are like-minded. You know what I'm saying? You don't want the guy that's, or the person coming with you that's, yo, it's 10 p.m. You know what? I want to go home. I got to take a nap. You're a grown-ass man. Take a cab. Bye. Mm-hmm. We will leave you quick. Yeah. So like, so we saying four is a, a the good. I'm saying four. I mean four is the, now, four bro. Is the yeah four is like that. Less is more. Less like, is more. I ain't trying to deal with all that shit. Every trip doesn't have to be some bachelor party like event. Correct. I agree. You know, move different. Like we're older. Facts. You know, dinner, hang out, have some drinks. Like it ain't gotta be that complicated. Yeah. Shit. Preferably spend the day on the beach. I'm yeah. chilling. Go catch a game. Yeah. <laughs> it's simple. Simple sometimes goes a long way. Keep it simple. <laughs> Alright, so this is oh. Okay. Oh, we, yeah. We can, yeah, we can pause here. I had a question for that though. Okay. okay. Alright, so my question was <clears throat> hold on, sit down. How much alright, when you guys are on vacation, do you feel the pressure that you need to have something scheduled every single day on vacation? Or are you one of those people that like you're fine with just staying in the hotel room not doing shit? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because, all right, so. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Well, I'm, you know what? Wait, I'm not hold gonna... on. Let me just say, because I've learned as I vacationed more and more, I'm totally fine with being in the room watching TV. Like, I don't want to do shit. Well, Nothing. I'm... Or maybe the beach and pool, but that's it. Yeah, no, I'm great with that. I love that right there. Yeah. It's a fucking but, vacation. I want to relax. But it depends. Because, so, when we, I, I can plan shit. I don't mind planning shit, but when we go away on vacation, Kenny loves to plan every fucking thing. <laughs> like I mean, down to, down to the second, <laughs> he likes to plan everything, bro. <laughs> you do an itinerary, a whole right? itinerary. Yeah, I love but it. But I can't let I, I, I like maximizing. Yes, but I won't. But but I'm not gonna just let him get clown for that because I do a clothing itinerary. Yes, you do, which is weird. 
I plan every outfit for every day, no matter what. And I write this shit. <laughs> but like, how do you know that you're gonna be in the mood to wear that? Because I know what I look good in. And I know what's gonna look good. And I know where we're going. They saw us. I mostly because I give him that itinerary, so he knows what we're doing that night. But no, even like when <laughs> I'm just, not, but even though when I don't go on vacation, I plan shit on my own too. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, all right, no, Friday night. This is a Friday night outfit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No matter what, we going to a dinner, do something Saturday. Or I'm going to the beach. I gotta wear this. Yeah. Pool, and it's like I know like what type of shit to wear. Like you yeah. know what type of time it is. Yeah. It, it just helps. But the itinerary sometimes can you turn into like this <laughs> non flexible pause like person where it's like yo now nah, we don't want to do that. Let's do this instead. And he's just like he is he be getting tight when you question the itinerary. Mm. Yo, don't question the itinerary, bro. <laughs> yo, like he be like yo, I asked y'all what y'all wanted to do. Yeah, ain't give me no feedback. And now, now look. <laughs> so we going. We we we're where plan- does that come from, Kenny? Let's we're get, let's planning. We're planning to go planning away. Me, uh, we're planning to go away next August. Okay. For a few days. Okay. And he already was hitting me up yesterday about like ATV riding and shit, and he already trying to book that shit. He probably booked it today. Probably. He said he was going to book it. <laughs> <laughs> and we went away in August. <laughs> and he's like, Wait, he's like, hold on. Where does that come from? Your need to like have everything planned. Do you um, know that's my uh, like, No, I do. That's the weird thing. He does. Okay. He does. That's the weird thing. I have no issue with us being on vacation and having the most random fucking day ever. I remember when we went to LA and I got drunk like three different times in one day because we just veered off into like randomness. Yeah. We ended up at some bonfire at the beach, like some random, like uh, some random, some random brewery in Venice, like. I have no problem with spontaneity. Like, I love it, actually. Sometimes mm-hmm. I love blindly going into something. But, Sometimes I don't know. I've always been a, a structured g- guy. A game plan. Uh, I tell you, it just does this. It's not like, when we get there, if there's something better, we'll do that. Yeah. It just gives us, like, more like, so we're not just standing around like, oh, what are we going to do today? And we're not thinking. So if we don't find something better to do while we're there, we have, like, this fallback. Like, yeah, this yeah, fall yeah. back on, yo. Dinner, dinner, fucking dinner today, 10 o'clock at whatever, Ruth Chris. That's what we know we're doing for dinner. Now, if we're out and we're meeting some people and they're like, yo, nah, that place isn't that good. You should go to this place. You know what? All right, fuck it. We'll go here instead. Like, we'll do stuff like that just based off of, like, the vibe and everything. But the itinerary just gives us something like, you know what? If all else fails, we don't find nothing better to do. We know we just can do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just give us sense. So we're not there... Because what happens when you go on a vacation with too many people, <clears throat> yo, what do you want to do tonight? Oh, I want, you know, that's when you start getting, like, people yeah. start bickering and debating and, like, nah, we already know you had to account for this $200 dinner tonight. Oh, and I'm trying to spend $20 tonight. You but know that goes back to the point of me being impatient. Like, I don't want to go somewhere. I don't want to get to freaking, I don't know, Dallas. You know, I want to get to Dallas and... We land and it's like, all right, where are we going for dinner? Yeah. It's like, yo, I made a reservation. Let's go get something to eat. And then we move from there. Yeah. As opposed to sitting around trying to like playing with our thumbs, trying to figure something out. It's like, nah, let's move, bro. Yeah. We out here for a weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Move. Because yeah. <laughs> I've definitely been away with people and it's like, yo, or I planned the whole damn thing. And it's like, yo, y'all didn't even think of one thing. Like, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like come on, like, bro. Most of them are trying to go somewhere I ain't never been before. And, and do the same shit I could do at home. Or ended up at freaking McDonald's or some crazy shit. I'm like, yo, I'm good. I'm Uber not Eats and y'all just stay Uber. in the fucking room <laughs> nah, and shit. Like, like what? I don't know, like, all right. Um, <laughs> all right. We're going to switch. Yeah. This is a topic that I hope, I hope there's other guys out there that can relate to this topic. Oh, shit. Drum roll. 
Because we definitely can. <laughs> and it's something that we've been doing since we were young, very young, which is probably not the wisest thing to talk about. But now you're scary. <laughs> when we were young, even now still, when we just see random women, we associate them with porn stars. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, like, is he gonna get in trouble for this topic? No, we just see like no, we just see like random women, and it's like, yo, she looked like a young Alexis Texas. Yo, you love that girl. You oh, bring yeah, her up it. all the that's fucking time. That's his favorite. That's my favorite. No. That's my OG. Yo, peace to the gods and the Bella Anderson, though. You know, oh Bella my Anderson. God. We're not gonna do this right now. Yo, but that's what. Yo, we'll be out somewhere. And it's like, yo, we're Isla Foxes in here. <laughs> How much porn do y'all watch? Watch like what? Per day? <laughs> nah, I'm fucking with Now, this mother would be like, yo, I met this chick, and I'm like, what she look like? And he may tell me what she looks like, or he may just drop a porn star. But it's true, like, you guys have to watch a lot of porn to be able to make those comparisons, if you think about it. Because y'all just know it off top, like. I've been watching pornography since pornography. I was in. <laughs> Elementary school. Oh, I've seen it since elementary school. Okay. <laughs> like, like when I was like five, six, around there, which is crazy. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking sick. But, I mean, I was exposed to it at early age, too. My father had the illegal box. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, too. Yeah. He had that, too. He a driver. He used to pay, so on buy all type of shit. how many porn stars do you guys think you guys actually, like, know? Or not know personally, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> No. Oh my god! <laughs> or you like just pull up Pornhub? No, like, like do you feel like you are familiar with like how many do you know about a lot. more no, than twenty? Yeah. Yes, more like than fifty. Yeah, like because if he's yeah. able to just drop a name and you be like, oh yeah, yeah, I know she does. She does look like her. You gotta be familiar with yes. a, a good amount. Yes, we are. Yeah. We're familiar with a, a lot Give of. Give me a ballpark. I don't know. It's more than twenty. More than fifty. I would say like in the hundreds. Oh, no, I've never really, I've never really applied a number to it. From when, when I was young, though. So yeah. A lot of these are retired, though. Hundreds? Like, you, you remember got, their you names? Got, you got like Janet Jack Me. You got Cherokee. <laughs> what the fuck? You, got, you don't remember Janet Jack Me? That's what I'm it's saying. It's just a pretty ass name. <laughs> that, that, was no, that was the one I looked like little Kim. Listen, I don't even remember what she looks like to be yo, honest. Janet Jack Me. No, I'm telling you, there's so many. But. I mean, he was exposed to that shit as kids. As kids. So it, it just became a thing where it was like... And it's funny because you got... <laughs> in porn... Yo, it's so crazy talking about this. But in porn, you'll have a porn star who has like a hot run. Like, I think... Um, we talked about uh, Mia Khalifa one time. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Mia Khalifa had like a six-month window where she just was like kicking the work. Like, she just went in like for like six yeah. months. And they just went straight to the top. But then, just gone. But that's how it happens. Like some, It's like a flash in the pan with a lot of chicks. And they just go away. So that's why it's like, yeah, we know about them because they rose to the top so quick and then they just went away kind of thing. So, but that's just the, it's just something we, we, what we just always do. What a fucked up industry though because like, as a, I mean, I'm just looking from females perspective, like, what's like the lifespan of a freaking porn star? Yo, I mean. Like, there's so many women that probably get into it every month of every year. Is there a porn star out now that's been out for like more than 10 years? Yeah. Yeah, there's but they get thrown into like a whole nother category. So they can start probably. off in teen <laughs> and end up in MILF. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So. There's a popular one like that, though, is what I'm saying. There's yeah, but, for, but for every popular one, I feel like there has to be hundreds that just fell through the cracks. Mm. And yeah. once you commit to that, like, some may find other avenues in life. But for the most part, where are you going from that? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know why that just Some know, <laughs> but you got, look, you got, like, Amelia Khalifa. She, she was doing, I know she was doing podcasts with um, Gilbert Arenas. Shut the fuck up. She was. I, 
Agent Zero out here with Yeah, she was. She was working with him on something. Then you had Lisa Ann who was doing like sports. Yeah, but sports. again, that's like Alexa, like, Texas has her own regular podcast. But that's like, that, again, that's like that's like that's like but I'm looking a few and far in yeah, between. Yeah, of course. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like if there is there is some out there that can transition, you know what I'm saying, and do some things. Then you yo. Your boy Brian Pumper making the the YouTube videos oh, back God, in the day. Bro. All right, let's get over the subject. But, yeah, I don't know any of these people. That was <laughs> that You're was just saying. But I don't like porn. It's just saying that, like, as as a guy group, we just do we just associate women yeah. with porn. It's fucked up. But hey, we're honest. Like I said, a lot of times, like, yo, you message with somebody, like, yo, what she look like? Hey, she was like so and so. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. <laughs> That's all it is. Um, Makes sense. <laughs> All right, the next topic before I <laughs> hand over the reins to Natalie is this is something that we do all the time, but we'll be in the group chat, our group chat, and like say if we're having an argument in a group chat about something, but then we're texting each other like regular, like, yo, what's going on with Caleb? <laughs> like the kid, it'll yeah. be like some regular shit that, so we're arguing in one chat, <laughs> the group chat with each other, like, fuck you, you dumbass. And the other chat is just like, regular yo, combo. you coming over tomorrow to play with the kids? Or like, you know, it's just like crazy. Like, the individual chat. The indiv- yeah, the individual, yeah. like, it's like, is the, that something only men can do? Can the, women do something like this? The group chat is a dangerous place. Women can do that in a relationship. We don't do that with each other. I've had like arguments with my significant other through DMs over something. It'll be yeah. petty, but it's like we're arguing and then we're mm-hmm. texting about our day and what we have for lunch. But I don't have arguments with my girlfriends. And I mean, I'm not in a group chat either, though. I don't like group uh, chats. Uh, so I'm gotcha. probably the wrong girl to ask. Yeah, but it's, like, it's, a, it's obviously a popular thing being in a group chat. Yeah, I'm not yeah. really in no group chat. Hours. First off, let me just say that hours can go in so many different directions. Mm-hmm. Let's just call that. And every day, like if 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 I'm at work and I detach for a couple hours, I may have missed a lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like shit. I ain't catching up. <laughs> like it's just how it is. We could go. We could touch on a lot of shit. First of all, he don't even be reading the fucking messages. Yo, at the time. no, no, no. When I go, to, when I get busy with an appointment and I come back, and him and the other another, I'm not gonna say his name. <laughs> I love you. Are having a discussion, <laughs> an argument, but that shit gets over a hundred messages, and I'm like, "Yo, are you fucking serious?" I'm like, and I gotta figure out like, what what trick, what did this person say to annoy him? And he's, he's the one go, who instigates it. The other one, okay, a lot of the time. It's not Kenny. But Kenny, you feed it. into the bait. He does. He feeds right into it. You feed into oh, okay. it. Oh, I can't let you live, yo. <laughs> right into I it. I can't let you live. I'm like, yo, why are you going back with this? It did make no sense. I can't let you live, <laughs> yo. Some things I can let go, but others I can't. But back to your point, it's crazy. He ain't lying. Like, yo, we could be, like me and him, for instance, in, within that group chat, right? We could be talking about some shit and completely disagree, right? And we're just going back and forth, like his point, my point. Mm-hmm. And most of the time between us is healthy. But we're just going back and forth. And everybody's saying their piece regarding whatever the topic may be. And I'll text them on the side and be like, yo, what's good? You trying to do something later? Mm-hmm. And that's like, it's like as casual as all yeah. hell. Like whatever's going on within the chat is a thousand percent just that. It's what within that circle. What happens in the chat stays in the chat. Correct. And that's it. Correct. Yeah. Like everything outside of that, mm-hmm. it's like whatever. Like I could even argue with, with I could argue with anything. It's like, yo, call me like minutes later and it's like, yo, what you doing? Mm-hmm. Like. I'm about to come through. Like, you know what I mean? That shit don't mean nothing. Like, it's whatever. It's just a, for me, it's just like a forum to just talk about shit. It's almost therapeutic. Mm-hmm. 
It's almost therapeutic. Yeah. Mental institution the way it gets, you know, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, but yeah, so. Wait, uh, so there's one more out. topic I wanted you to. Not no, the other one. You want to come on? I want you to get in here. But with that one? Oh. All right, fuck it. No, yeah, you can, you can get in with that one. Oh, you wanted me to talk yeah, to you? Yeah, you do that. that. It's funny. Why does Kenny hate vegans and feminists? Yeah, what's oh, up? Shit. I want Whoa, you to do she it. She a feminist. Nah, I know. <laughs> okay, no, okay. I'll talk, I'll talk about that shit. Talk. Fuck this is a, a safe space. All right, cool. Which one first? Vegans? Yes. Fucking hate vegans. Um, hate's a strong word. Yeah, dislikes. dislike. Dislike. <laughs> I dislike vegans. Um, I, I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense to me. Um, by nature, like... We should eat meat. Pause. Yeah. You're not going <laughs> to tell me that a mushroom can be in a burger. Like, that's that, a mushroom burger? That's the thing that bothers me most. Right? Like, like cauliflower wings? They'd be like, yeah, vegan fried chicken. I'm like, it's a fucking bell pepper or some shit. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, no. <laughs> it, it blows my mind. Like, yo, bro. So, okay. So, number one, there's two major things. Number one, you don't like eating fucking meat. But you're going to get an impossible burger. Why do, yeah. you wanna, why do you want to get something that looks like a fucking burger if you don't like burgers? Right. Yeah. Just eat your broccoli and shut so the fuck up. Go have a fucking uh, a seasonal squash. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, why are you, like, why do you want to eat something that mimics something that you hate or, right. or don't, don't want, want to eat? eat. Yeah. Right. A cauliflower steak. Right. Nah, bro. Like, go get a steak. Or they do the jackfruit pulled pork. Can't do it. Like, you're not about to tell me that that's going to be the fed need now. Jackfruit pulled They use jackfruit and they make it into, like, barbecue I don't know what I've heard of jackfruit tacos now. But I live in Brooklyn. So. You had that. And you liked it. <clears throat> That's what that was, Jack? I you didn't know what the fuck that shit was. Yeah. Second thing I hear about vegans? Hey, I gotta stop saying that. Dislike. Dislike. <laughs> it's just like when I see it, I get annoyed. Yeah. You know, when I see it, I get annoyed. It's, um, I guess it's social media based. The devil. You know? Um, it's like when they, when they go out to eat and they post like, oh, having this vegan meal at this vegan restaurant. It's like, yo, bro, when I go to a regular restaurant, do I tell you I'm going to like this meat restaurant to have meat? Like, no. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm going to the steakhouse to have a steak though. Yo, but like, I just show the, di- I, I'll post my steak. It's like, yo, this is bomb. Like, or something like that. Yeah. But like, every time you go get some food, you got to talk about like, this is a vegan this and a vegan yeah. that. And it's like, yo, I don't when, care. When they be on some like, yo, oh, you, you want to kill yourself. I, I want to make healthy life choices and eat this way because I want to live a long time and like I'm making the best choices for me and it's like but a lot of their stuff is <laughs> processed to make it what it is correct like it's loaded with sugars sugar salt soy supposedly salt, like yeah, cancerous soy. anyway Backwards. so it's like I meant salt. it's I'm all sorry. processed shit <laughs> even like the, the groundless what is it groundless beef meatless meat the meatless whatever that's yeah. all processed shit anyway it's not healthy it's just like yo why you want chicken wings that that aren't chicken wings. It's just yeah, it's fucking <laughs> it's weird crazy. to me. You order chicken wings like, it's weird. like I have had like um like I think the cauliflower buffalo things. I don't like them. Was it that? I had something like that. They were terrible. No, I just had it because it just was there. Like cauliflower wings, like buffalo wings. The buffalo because I had the buff. I had nah. buffalo sauce and that cauliflower cheese. with buffalo sauce. Yeah, yeah. like don't sell it as nothing else. <laughs> no, like, no, I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. I had I, it was, I think I had that. It was something with buffalo sauce on it, and I was like, okay, this is decent. Yeah. It wasn't bagged because I like mad sauce. Yeah. Pause. So. Oh my God. <laughs> Go ahead. You bro. don't have to pause that. <laughs> just the fuck you do. So it wasn't bad, but it's like, yeah. I just hate the fact when, I, one thing that I dislike about when someone is vegan or works out a lot is like, bro, that does not mean you're going to live fucking to 100 years old. No. <laughs> like, yeah. you could drop dead just like me tomorrow. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, you're making some healthier choices. Like, because I, I believe in that. Like, 
I try not to fucking eat like like red meat or pork all the fucking time, shit like that. I try to take breaks from eating that fucked up shit. But it's like, bro, I'm not about to go um, speak down on someone because they want to eat what they want to eat. You ain't paying yeah, for my I think food. The, I think the, I don't think you hate vegans or feminists. I think you hate like the radical vegans and it radical feminists. It's the extreme shit. The extreme shit. It's extreme. If you want to be vegan, that's your business. Yeah. But Correct. like, don't judge me and say, "Oh, that's why you're gonna die. Yeah. That's why you're gonna have high blood pressure." Like, I don't need to hear yeah. all that. I don't. I don't like things that go far left. Yeah. Like that. You're right. right. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The extremists. It's like, are we serious right now? I saw this post. That, I saw this post a, a couple weeks ago. It said, uh, "There be people in the world, right? There be people in the world that uh, that don't um, that don't drink tap water. Yeah, like they'll go to a restaurant and get tap and they won't drink tap water. Yeah. But at home, they'll make like tap ice. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like just backwards <laughs> mentality. Yeah, it's like, yo, bro, like, why you want f- food that looks like something that you don't like? Yeah, I don't know. So that's my part with the vegans. As far as feminist goes. I think you hit it on the head. I just don't like things that go overly extreme. Over the top. I don't like things that go overly extreme. Um, I'm I am woman. Hear me raw. That doesn't bother me much. But like, I, I do. Listen, I'm a father of a, of, a, of a young girl now. I do believe like a lot of things should be equal. Yeah. Um, but I know that everything isn't. Yeah. And that's just nature. Mm-hmm. A lot of things just can't be equal. You know what I'm saying? Um, I lot. I do, I do think a lot of things are wrong. Like, listen, uh, what's her name? Uh, that's in prison in Russia, Brittany Griner. Like, not to get too political or nothing like that. That's I hate fine. politics. But let's call it spade a spade. Like, WNBA players do not get anywhere near the same amount of money that NBA players do. Mm-hmm. But that's not ever going to be equal. It's a different game. And they're never going to get the same sort of viewers that the NBA does. But, you know, LeBron James ain't flying commercial. Yeah. You know, when he flies, he ain't getting caught with that. Yeah. She probably had to fly. I think she was on a commercial flight. So, you know, this, listen, I just don't believe that everything in this world can be equal. Yeah. And I'm just aware of that, mm-hmm. you know, and when you like are so like strong about something that is obviously the, like, you know, and in the balance, you got to be a realist at some point. Yeah. So that's my stuff on it. You know what I'm saying? It's not that I'm necessarily like anti-feminist. My wife is very much so a feminist, which is the funny part about it <laughs> and we've had our discussions about it mm-hmm. i stay strong to my to my point she stays strong to her and uh you know support each other however you want but at the end of the day i'm gonna just be honest and think with an open mind like i see the world for what it is right yeah yeah um i actually skipped over a question I yes did. you did what was the simplest time in your life we had this conversation we talked about this yeah, we talked about this I want you to talk about yours first because I love yours. Mine was when I was um, in college down in Florida at Palm Beach. It was like, bro, not a care in the world. It was living on my living on my own or just around a bunch of college students um, living through hurricanes and like without power for months and literally there was nothing bothered me at all. Like it was like I was just having a great time. Like it was like a hundred degrees every day, humid. I had no power, no AC. And like, <laughs> you would think like I was living like on a tropical island somewhere. Like it was, yeah, yeah. it was peaceful. And like, I was telling you the story about like when FEMA came through to my school, cause it was just like close. It was a walk, like a 10 minute walk from where I lived. Um, where we were doing bar- like the barter system to get like supplies and shit. And for me, I was just like, yo, this is the coolest shit ever. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't feel no no stress. Like, my mom called me every day freaking. I'm like, yo, mom, chilling. Like, I'm just, yeah. yo, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'm trading fucking FEMA packs for bags of ice. I ain't need no ice. I was getting ice, and I'm treating that shit for FEMA packs and getting all that shit. Like, and just sitting outside, literally sitting outside on the porch all day long, go upstairs, take a shower, come back down, <laughs> listen to some music on a portable radio with batteries that I had. Yeah, how long we y'all out power and shit? Yo, we was out of power for like a month. Like the longest was like a little over a month. And <laughs> other times we was out for weeks. But it was it was just a good experience because yeah. like I said, I was young. I was 21, 22. Yeah. And as college kids, we just all just made the most of it. It was like, fuck it, we here. This is <laughs> Then you say dudes would like uh would surf yeah, like so the floodwaters the, or whatever. Our complex had like a dip in the middle <laughs> and that shit would get flooded up. And like I just remember I don't remember who's they had like who's um like a Jeep Wrangler, yeah. like the Wrangler with like the rope and a surfboard, and he was just like um wakeboarding through that shit. That's like, crazy. It was like <laughs> crazy, funny, and it's like no care in the world, bro. No care in the world. Like <laughs> you hearing like all kind of shit, just like trees falling, yeah. shit banging on your windows, and it's just like all right, whatever. I can't do nothing about yeah, it anyway. For sure, for sure. So that was like the simplest time in my life, just because like. All like all this chaos going around me, and wasn't stressed at all, yeah. and I was just living life. And the Chinese store was open. Yo, Chinese people are going to get their money. They don't care what this happens. Dude said the Chinese yo, and restaurant was open. A lot. Yo, I'm like, yo, I don't even know what he was getting all this food. We probably eating expired stuff. But I'm here. I'm <laughs> How still they here. importing products? Man? Yo, they was cooking. They had the full menu too. What the fuck? And they was cooking it. And it was yeah. cash only, but it was cooking it. Yeah. So that was my simplest time. I guess my simplest time, man. Uh, shit, when I was living at home, my mom's, if you know my mom, she she cooks, man. And, yo, being at home and knowing that Maggie was about to give me those three meals a day, and only thing I had to worry about was going to the park and playing ball, especially those summer nights, man, when you were just, you know, it's 80 degree night, you could just break night at the park. You're looking for that little bit of street light just to play some one-on-one with somebody, man, and just kick it with your homies. You know, uh, there was nothing like that time. I didn't have a bill in sight, you know. No bills. Uh, warm meal waiting for me at the crib. I was just a kid, man. I, I am fucking over it because I'm spending mad money on food every day. <laughs> I am not cooking. I miss that, too. I yeah. miss my mother cooking for me. Listen, yeah, word. <laughs> I, I mean, now you're married, though, so at least you have that. Yeah, no, you know for sure. I mean? like, yeah, at least. cooks a lot, though. I cook a lot. I love oh, yeah, cooking. yeah, you like to cook. Yeah, that's off the strength of, you know being raised with a woman who just was bomb in the kitchen. You know what I mean? I grew to love it just watching her. Couldn't be me. <laughs> I'm fucking tired when I get home. Word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I like those answers. Simplest time. Simplest time. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Ready to make your debut? My debut. Superstar? Debut. I've been doing this. Come I on. gotta give you a chair back. You don't even got to cut the camera. Come sit right here. Yeah, I'm about to say the queen has arrived. Hey, she's back. <laughs> Produce, All right. Producing that. So we're going to switch gears a little bit. And we're going to get a little more, I guess, deep. I don't know. We need another word for deep. Philosophical, maybe? Yes. All right. So there was a Joe Biden clip that I, I shared with you. Yes. And it was funny because I shared it with Anthony. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. Like, Anthony's going to have some good feedback and response. Yeah. And he was like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. And I'm like, because you don't think about shit deeply. <laughs> You actually had a lot of good insight. But my thing, the way, the direction I wanted to go with it was how do you make the most out of your life knowing that death is inevitable? Wait. 
Jedi sidebar and asked him why he disliked. The yeah, Jedi. of course. Oh, I far even remember what he was talking about because he, he was saying, "Okay, he was saying like how Kobe died being Kobe, that you're gonna die being yourself." Yeah, he was like saying because he worked because he worked so hard, like dedicated hard work in the basketball gym, and then like that's how he died. Like, oh, when he was in the helicopter, like going down, mm-hmm. he like grabbed his daughter, and you could tell he protected her. I'm like, bro, that's like the dumbest shit I've ever heard. What no, fucking- he was like that. The the discipline and like the the way your mental has to be in order to train that hard, go so hard every single day, show up, be like one of the best yeah. players in the in the world. That's one what I'm of saying. the best. Yeah. That you need to have a certain mind, like be in a certain headspace. That when you're in a crashing plane with your child, that that same strong mental state that he had throughout his entire career. He also used it to like protect yeah, his daughter. Yeah, but that's what was dumb about it. It's how like, is that dumb, nigga? You don't know how he was in that plane, and that, you know you don't you don't know how he was in that person. You don't know how this you don't know how this person was in that in that moment. Based on how he was as a, I mean, I don't know, I don't watch sports. But based on we can just make an assumption, but exactly. just because you train to be something, you know, what I'm saying you don't know how someone is mm-hmm. in that. Like you can't prepare for that moment. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, this is dumb. Like he's trying to sound too smart. Like that's what I felt like. He was just trying to make a point that was just too going too deep with something. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you can't really do that for this point. That's why I was like, this is like the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Okay. Because like, you're, you're trying to sound smart. Like, you're trying to make some philosophical point. And it's just like, eh. That's for me, right. I was like, eh. But people were like, oh. And I'm like, no. That shit was <laughs> fucking it. stupid. I thought it was great. I took a completely different spin Yeah. But, but put the mic. Oh, um, closer. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question, uh, death being inevitable and yeah. et cetera. How do you uh, make the most out of your yeah, life? Yeah, how do you make the most of it? Uh, yeah. Number one. I personally, Anthony contested this. I'm not someone that necessarily fears death. Um, I don't think that I can be as productive as I am mm-hmm. with that in the back of my mind. Yeah. Um, I very much so believe in living every day and your life to the fullest. Um, and I'm going to go about that to the day I'm done. You know, um, I, I have two beautiful kids who will live through me, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I'm going to just go about my day. Yeah. And, and really be concerned about what's in front of me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, as far as the clip goes, mm-hmm. I took a very different spin with it mm-hmm. because I looked at it from a parental point of view. Um, I'll say this, um, just comparing me and Anthony, like yeah. athletically, and we're talking about Kobe, God rest his soul, but, um, you know, Anthony was more naturally gifted um, athletically. I personally had to like really work to become what I became. Um, so when, um, Joe Button made reference to Kobe's work ethic, I know you're not a huge sports person. No, but I know who Kobe Bryant is. Yeah, yeah, you know who Kobe Bryant is, but... Which says something about him as a player. But Kobe Bryant was, like, synonymous with work ethic. Yeah. He may go down, he may go down as one of the hardest working athletes of all time. Like, he was, like, known for his work ethic and his routine. Mm -hmm. And I I, I never would compare myself to someone like that. I wasn't even a fraction of what he was. Um, but... To get where I did get career-wise, um, I, I just grinded. I had to work. Like, I think my work ethic was something I took pride in. Um, and I will say, based on that clip, I took the point of view that um, sports and competition and pressure situations that came with that, stressful situations that came with that, in a way, uh, has made me a better parent. Mm. Because anyone that's a parent, you're around kids, you know people with kids. There could be a lot of stressful moments yeah. um, and a lot of adjustments that you got to make on the fly, situations that you got to handle on the fly. Mm-hmm. Kids are kids. Um, and I do think that my experience 
of being a former collegiate athlete has really helped me in handling some yeah. of those situations <laughs> now that I am a parent. Yeah. So that's what I took from the clip and what she said. As far as what happened in the moment, I, I guess I agree we with that. We don't Anna. know. Yeah, you we don't, don't know. know. So but, I can agree with that because as being a former athlete, yes, I'm, I have a... I don't fold under pressure. Like, you know what I mean? I can handle pressure very well. Like, yeah. I can handle, like, um, when something happens to me that wasn't, like, say, planned necessarily. Like, I can handle, like, a curveball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, any of those type of things. I can deal with it because I played sports for so damn long. Yeah. I handle that shit very well. So, I can I can say, yes, I can agree with that part. But it was just, like, the whole comparison with the Kobe. I'm just like, eh, it, just was, it didn't hit with me. Yeah. Well, I guess he was saying that, like, he was saying in the clip that, Kobe's work ethic and his and his career path was preparing him for something greater than sports, and and that's what resonated with me because I feel like as a form, like everything that I went through as an athlete, like like challenging myself, pushing myself, mm-hmm. and everything has made me as a professional, as a parent, as a husband, like it's helped me manage. Yeah. So that's situations. fine, but it was the point about preparing him for like death. Oh, I get that. That's where I'm like... I get where you could be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, because Kobe, before he passed away, was doing great things. Yeah. They do want an Oscar. Okay, well, he, he gave also an things. example of Nipsey Hussle, how Nipsey Hussle died standing for something. Like, he always made his, like, I guess his career out of, like, okay. standing for something. So he died in that way. And I think he made another example. I forgot who it was. But, like, so I understood. Like, when he made the other examples, it made sense, too. Like, Nipsey died standing for something, and he always stood for something. Does that make sense? Can you see that part? No, because I don't know why he died. <laughs> so, because you Whatever. you make an assumption on why people like you like people's know. last moments. Like don't I don't. Know. That's just not it for you. me. All right, but the thing about like how do you make your life um, meaningful, right? Do you feel like that's something that came with age? Like I feel like <laughs> for me, when I was younger, I wasn't present enough, and like I didn't appreciate really anything good in my life like I think I was just always like in a dark place even from when I was younger that now no, like now that I'm older death is inevitable it's something that I think about more I'm a little bit more like you know what things that don't bring me peace or joy I'm just not gonna fucking deal with it I've released a lot of control over a lot of things that I know I have no control over yeah. I'm really focused on detaching from a lot of things and just letting things happen naturally do you feel like that's something that you've always had though or like it comes with age. A lot of it, a lot of it has a lot of aspects of it have come with with age. With but I've always, I feel like, as far as I can look back, I've always had this mindset mm-hmm. where it's like, I, I want to live, like I want to enjoy it. Yeah. You know, I I, took, I found value in everything. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I I literally did. I got this job. Oh, cool! I got this job. I'm, I'm gonna do this. I just found value in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took pride in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I never, I never looked at the end game. Yeah. I never looked at the end game because I never thought about it and it's not something that really fazed me. Mm-hmm. But as far as getting older, yeah, there are things that with age, and you always hear this, yeah. but with age, there are things that you eliminate or, you know, let go in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that has definitely come with mm-hmm. age. Um, my circle's gotten smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, there are things that I do for my health, mm-hmm. which indirectly... I'm, I am thinking about my future. Yeah. You know, um, but things like that have come with help. But as far as my mindset towards uh, the notion of death or, you know, uh, my outlook on life, yeah. I've always been like this, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, try to try to smile. 
And that's lit. And I get that from you. Because I've never seen you, like, not being, like, uplifting spirits. Like, you're always positive and, like, enjoying the moment. I love supporting my people. Yeah. Can I I ask you a question? (laughs) Since I've... You two know me better than anyone. I'm yeah. curious about this because y'all know my view on death and everything. Both of y'all do. Yeah. Has my point of view influenced y'all way y'all think now? Because you said you're more, uh, you you changed a little bit more recently. Yeah. And Kenny always says when I talk about y'all, I'm gonna die. Something I don't give. I don't care. Whatever. I don't want to say like you. I'm just curious influenced that. me because essentially, like I'm. I believe that like unless you want to see it yourself. Like, it doesn't matter what people say around you. Mm -hmm. You have to want to change your mindset. But you definitely help reinforce things now that I'm making a shift in the way I think about it. How about you? I, by nature, I mean, you're like the brother. You're my brother. Like, like you're my brother. Like, so me and you talk about shit. Hi, Bendito. No, but seriously, like, we, um, we just talk about so much shit. Like, there's so many things and topics that we've covered over the years that, by nature, I feel like there's a lot of things that have rubbed off on me that we've spoken of, that your point of view. Yeah. We disagree on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. We don't have to make that public all the time, but me and him disagree on a lot. Of, like, for instance, one aspect of, like, being on this earth is that I want my name to be remembered. Whatever that means yeah. to someone, I just don't want to be a person that's like forgotten in a way. Yeah. I want to, I guess I want to live a life that made some sort of imprint, whether it be my kids carrying my name or just me affecting enough people that like, you know, people. I mean, and you're, you're on your way there because you're a coach. True. So I think even all your players throughout the years, you've coached a lot of teenagers. And, and they all think of you and miss you, I'm sure. There's no greater satisfaction than things coming full circle. Yeah. Like hearing from a former player or a student athlete and them just as simple as letting me know where they are in life, mm-hmm. positive or negative. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the fact that they they feel like they can reach out to me just to, just to you know, break bread, yeah. talk about things, you know. Um, I had a young man that had a huge job interview. Uh, this week and uh, he was just talking to me to like calm his nerves in preparation for that I love I love affecting people in that way yeah where Anthony he's like when you die nobody gonna remember your name yo <laughs> like, that's dark no, no not me pers- not, not me personally <laughs> no not you but like in general it's like yeah. you're dead why so would get, you it's like who cares you're dead yeah it's like I don't believe in that nonsense so yeah. it's like for me I'm dead yeah. throw me in the ground burn my ashes whatever you wanna do like I'm yeah. not here no more I don't care it's like you I don't care about I don't care about so trying to, unique, I don't bro. care about like some like some app, like, who, like I don't need so my name to carry. No, I'm more like on you on your yeah, side. Like yeah. I want to leave an impact in someone's yeah. heart. Like no, yeah. but what I'm saying is like Kenny wants his name to live on. But I don't think he means like in a plaque. Well, maybe he wants a plaque, but like, like no, I don't I mean, think he no, want no, a parade no, want, every no, year for Kenny, Kenny. Like so, Kenny is more fantasy than I am. Yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm going to explain what I mean by that. I'm not. Yeah, it's kind of true. Kenny believes in like King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table kind of shit. <laughs> he wants to be like a dynasty. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Queen Elizabeth just died like that. The House of Windsor. He wants to be the House of Ramparo kind of shit. That's what he's envisioning in his head. Yeah. Like that. Like a monarchy kind of dynasty like that. With I mean, me, it's like ancient mythology. Yeah. Okay. Like so this is, why, this is yeah. why when I say he's more into f- fantasy yeah. with yeah. it. Where me, I'm just like, yo, bro, I'm dead. <laughs> I don't believe in that. Like, I'm an atheist, so, so I can't. Yeah. I can't say like you know what. I I'm an atheist, and then 
oh, I want to know where my soul is going to go after this, you know, stuff. That just a, that's a contradiction. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I got to be stand stand firm on what I believe. I don't believe that there's something after this. So you just turn into a fertilizer. I just fertilize. I become <laughs> one. I become one it. with the earth, yeah. and I just become grass. But long story short, for me, as much as we agree <laughs> or disagree on things, I feel like we influence each other in a lot. Over the years, it's natural. I just I don't, I don't necessarily like point it out, but I just feel like naturally, yeah, there's a lot of things that I've taken from you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, switching gears a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about compassion and empathy. So I want to start there, right? Okay. How much? How empathetic do you think you are? when it comes to forgiving people who've wronged you? Like, are you the type of person to... Like, for me, I feel like I'm empathetic to a fault, where, like, I kind of borderline psychoanalyze people to a point where it's like, oh, well, I get why they said or did this to me because they had a fucked up childhood. So you know what? I'm going to still be supportive. I'm going to help. I'm going to teach. I'm going to heal. Like, I'm going to be there for them. For me, though, it's like, where do you draw the line between, like, being forgiving and like not letting people play with you <laughs> like you know what i mean like stop playing with me oh that's good because i mean shit you walk like a duck yeah you know talk like a duck yeah you know what i mean like it's a duck uh but um i i am like notoriously i can notoriously like hold the grudge really yeah like it's not something it, it doesn't happen often mm-hmm. but if I'm if I don't fuck with somebody no more, I just probably don't fuck with them. Like even that. if they like come back super apologetic, I am I am I can be open minded. Mm-hmm. I, I have been in years. I have been very open minded to. Okay, cool, right? But I just believe that people show their face. That people are who they are, and eventually, yeah. I just witnessed that people make the same mistake or it's the same situation or it comes back full circle and mm-hmm. it's like you're not changing. Yeah. You are who you are. And it goes back to that whole, like, sometimes you just got to sh- shorten your circle. Mm-hmm. And I'm too old for that now. Like, yeah. my father, my husband, and it's just like, at some point, you can't give another grown-ass man or anyone in general yeah, yeah. too many do-overs, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I could hold a grudge if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, I could hold a grudge if I want to. Um, but it also depends on the situation. There's some things that I know and this comes with growth that some people can't control. Like, um, I speak about this cause, uh, and it's been, it's always been on my mind and me and her have talked about it, but my wife, like, um, and, and being a father and, ha- and being there through that, I took extreme pride in being there for her through pregnancy. Yeah. The pandemic mm. obviously gave me free time that I never would have had. And both of our kids were essentially in that window of the pandemic. Um, there was no time for anything besides that. It's not, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, essentially. But, hey, hello. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, I learned a lot about women and how the body can change mm-hmm. um, mentally, physically, and hormonally. Mm-hmm. And I saw her transitions. I, I helped her deal with tra- transitions. Sometimes I didn't understand them, mm-hmm. but I always tried to grow from them. Yeah. And I knew that there were some things that she couldn't control, you know? Um, and uh, we worked through them. You know, we worked through them. And there's where I, I, I learned as an older man and now a father to show, to try and show empathy because yeah. I'm not perfect. Yeah. And I had my moments, 
you know, where I could have reacted or acted better. Um, but that's a, a situation where I, I feel I saw growth and, mm-hmm. and, and could have been more empathetic. Mm-hmm. Um, but fuck boy shit or, or things that like, you know, we're adults. We're adults. We're adults. Yeah. Like, that's not a pass mm-hmm. in this stage of life. I may cut you off. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Because now my, my mindset is just shifting on that now. Like, I spoke to my therapist today. I love my therapist. I talk about her all, every episode. I know. Um, you was mad that you uh, missed a couple Three visits. weeks. <laughs> I, I, I and I, talk, I would, like, shaded her a little bit for it, but we're good yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But um, I was talking to her about certain things, and she yeah. was like, yo, I see the shift in you. Yeah. And that shift right there, like, I can tell that's part of your healing. Yeah. Letting it go. Like, I had such a control. Like, yeah. no, you have to be different. Like, can't you just see? Like, I'm worth you being different or changing yeah, or, yeah. or not speaking to me that way. And it's like, no. Like, sometimes you just got to not be in the director's chair anymore and just be like, yo, I'm good. Yo, I'm good. two things. And I'm glad you brought that up. First, I'll say that my wife also um, benefited from therapy. Yeah. I've personally never been. A, I, I just, I'm. Like him, like, I'm just like, whatever, I'll figure <laughs> yeah. it out. Like, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. But for her, it worked, and I saw it, it worked. Mm-hmm. So um, I was very supportive of that. I thought that it was a great thing for her. Yeah. But no secret, I'm a fan of the, sh- I'm a fan of the show. Like, mm-hmm. oh, so, yeah. again, I support my people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I listen to every goddamn episode. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, uh, it matters to me. Yeah. It matters to me to support my brother, like, and, and yourself. I've known yeah, you for yeah. years at this point. You know, I think you're great at this, but I did notice a change in you, and I think that where that change happened mm-hmm. is where you started expressing yourself more. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and it seems like it's more because of what you've been getting from therapy. Yeah. Because I've sure. noticed that in episodes. At one point, it was just like, yo, she's like very open now. Mm-hmm. You're just talking. Yeah. Almost to a point where like you're putting yourself out there. A lot. Yeah. Too much sometimes. I'm like, oh shit, I need to reel this back in. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It was one episode I was watching. I can't remember which it one. It wasn't that Bella Anderson. No, no, no. <laughs> I just love that. Open. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I was like, yo, she good? Like, she just, she, she coming out. Like, yeah. she talking. And, but it yeah. was like, yo, like, you was really, it felt like it was helpful to you. Oh, yeah. To get that shit this off your chest. This is my therapy, too. Like, more therapy for me. Yo. I need to get my shit off. You gotta get your shit off your chest. Yeah. I can't bottle things up. No, me either. I become a not a good person. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, I gotta talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta talk. As yeah. You know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was it. That's all I had. Any uh, last thoughts? Um, last you were thought. just completely rude this entire time. I was no, engaging with you. I was, I was you y'all do your, No, y'all had a great conversation. I didn't want to. I didn't want to interrupt that shit. You did exactly what you did and want her to do. Right. No, but this is what I do all the time. I just wanted her to speak. Uh, remember, stay away from people who bring out the person you're not trying to be anymore. Yeah, facts. Stay facts. away from the person that you're not trying to be anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Up. yeah. yeah. I, I, had to, I had to look for it. I'm sorry. You looked for that quote? Yeah, because I, I saw it and I was holding it and y'all were talking. And I wanted well, to end with that. Can yeah. I shout out one person? Of course. Um, I don't know this woman at all. Again, I watch the show a lot. Okay. But there was one episode oh. that resonated with me super crazy. And I just want to give her her flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, Cynthia? Cynthia, yeah. Cynthia, this cancer survivor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, her story. Especially when she was talking about how she sat down mm-hmm. and um, spoke to her daughter. Yeah. As someone whose mother is a cancer survivor and listening to that episode and her story, um, I just wanted to say much respect to you and uh, God bless, man. Give her some gunshots. I got to let her know that she was talking about.
No Jeezy. Right. Word. <laughs> I remember that time. What time? With oh, with Cynthia? With, no, with Kenny. Oh, with Kenny, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah his mom's. Yo, he was a he was a he was a he was a voice uh or someone I I could speak to. Yeah. And I, you know, there's many reasons why we have the connection that we have. Yeah. That was like that. the that was like the first year of our friendship. Really? That was early yeah. in our friendship. Oh wow. In that range. Yeah. 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 Crazy. That episode. I love a lot of y'all guests. Uh, I love a lot of y'all guests. People be mad funny. Mad funny. <laughs> mad funny. I love uh, having guests. But uh, that one, that one has always stood out for me. That one has always stood out for me, especially the story of how she sat her daughter down uh, and, and, and and let her know. Because I vividly, to this day, remember when my mom was like, yo, I got to tell you something. Maybe you'll come back and tell us a story one day. Yeah. Nah, I'm good. I ain't got to speak on that. You already know it. You just ruined the cliffhanger. Ruined the whole cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. Oh my God. Well, anyway, thank you for coming. Nah, I appreciate thank it. Thank you for talking always. with us. Yeah, and uh, yeah. we'll be back next week. Take it out. Which one out, Biggie? No, Monica. Come on, you know we go out to Monica. <laughs> yeah, it is always Monica.